0: mm mm-hmm. Hey, all you loyal listeners. Welcome back to another episode. I'm Brandon. and I'm Subba, and we are your hosts of the Cannabis Hangout. On today's chat, we have the pleasure of speaking with Roy Lipsky, who is the CEO of Bud Love, which is an herbal mixer that you can pair with your favorite cannabis flower. We're super interested in the brand itself and the thought of pairing your bud with different herbal blends. So please welcome Roy to the Cannabis Hangout.
1: Hello, Roy. Hi. Good
0: Thank morning. You.
1: Thank you so much for calling in today. Can you please tell us where you're calling from before we get started?
2: I am in sunny San Diego.
1: Oh, that sounds wonderful.
2: <laughs> it is. It's usually very wet uh, start of the year as everyone has in California, mm-hmm. but uh, things seem to be returning to normal, which is nice.
1: Have you lived in California your entire life? <laughs> can't you tell No, <laughs> that's why
2: not. I asked <laughs> <laughs> um, I moved over to the US in
0: 2010
2: Okay. Uh, firstly in Ohio Columbus then uh, Houston Texas and now uh, hopefully my
1: final stop San Diego and do you love San Diego most out of all the places you've been so far
2: Yeah, you know, everything is different. Everything is different. My kids, they miss the snow in Columbus. Yes. Um, So, you know, Houston is a funny place. It's uh, weather is difficult. Um, It's not very beautiful, Uh, but we had a great life. We had great friends and uh, it was so I I like it all. But um, for me personally, Uh, I love the ocean. Uh, I love the sunshine. I hate mosquitoes. uh, And there's no mosquitoes. (laughs) So, yeah, for me, it's good. Um, And I hope now that my kids are growing up and beginning to leave home, uh, that it's a beautiful enough place that they're going to want to come and visit again.
1: Yes, for sure. That's a really good perspective. So, Roy, before we dive into the brand, what's your personal journey with cannabis been like? Do you remember the first time that you ever consumed cannabis?
2: <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so like uh, like many, um, many people, I first consumed cannabis in my late teens, uh, had a very involved relationship with it in my college years, um, and then we drifted apart and for many years cannabis was not part of my life i i uh, didn't enjoy it as much as i used to i found you know i'd experienced negative feelings anxiety um it just wasn't fun anymore until um until bud love came along and that has rekindled my relationship with cannabis i i can i can control the experience, I can avoid the uh, unwanted uh, uh, negative feelings and side effects. So so I'm back uh, after a, a long break, I would say.
1: Wow, how long was your break, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, that's
2: telling you how old I am. <laughs> um, <laughs> about 20 years.
1: Okay, wow, that's a, that's a long time to go without consuming cannabis for consuming it at a young age, you know, because most people normally, like, continue or, you know, it touches them, like, they'll go five years and then they'll hit back. But 20 years is a pretty long time.
2: Right. And and and, and let me tell you the other aspect of it. So, you know, uh, growing up in the U.K., we tend to smoke spliffs, uh, yes. tobacco, uh, typically with hash. Uh, flour was not so common back then. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. And I got addicted to nicotine. I got addicted to cigarettes for for. Twenty odd years um, after that, so I think part of me staying away from cannabis was me staying away from tobacco.
1: That makes
2: sense. Um, yeah, and, you know, I I just I just know myself. I cannot have a single cigarette ever again, or I'll be addicted. Um, so so yeah, that was part of it. And again, you know, bud love is a great substitute for people that you know uh, uh, are coming from the spliff background but want to wean themselves off of nicotine Mm -hmm.
0: okay so before you were you got into the herbal business and the cannabis industry what was what were your experiences with work before like what did you do before you were um, involved with bud love
2: (laughs) sure and uh when i tell you this you're gonna wonder why how did he get to bud love which is another (laughs) story um I, i I'm a, I'm a scientist by education. I studied biochemistry. Uh, when I uh, graduated from college, I had fire in my belly. I couldn't imagine a career in science, the patience of it, the PhD, and the postdoc, and all the kind of stuff you have to do. Um, so I, I went in a different path. And after uh, a few years uh, of kind of finding my way, I ended up founding a company um, I was 25 years old uh, and I've been an entrepreneur ever since and everything I've done has been at the sort of intersection of science and business. So typically bringing new to the world technologies to market and into it, into the real world. Um, and so the connection here with cannabis is that in 2015, uh, uh, at the end of 2015, um, I got reintroduced to the cannabis business through a friend of mine. And I was pretty skeptical at the time. Um, you know, this was when some sort of medical cannabis was beginning to sort of explode across the country. I was like, you know, this is just an excuse for people to, you know, get high. There's no medic, medicinal value to this at all. Um, but as I started looking at it, and I went to the conferences and met people, and hearing more and more stories of how cannabis has really helped people for with various health issues, I I, I became a believer. So, being the scientist that I am, uh, I ended up setting up a company with a professor out of Rice University. Uh, to essentially develop a manufacturing process uh, for cannabinoids that would allow them to be, um, uh, to really kind of scale into the mainstream. So it's called biomanufacturing. It's used to make, you know, anything from vitamins to flavors to medicines already today. And we look to apply this to the, the world of cannabis. Thanks for bearing with me, only a few more minutes on this one, Um, but it does connect back to bad love. So, um, you know, we spent six years technology. Again, first to the world, has never been done before, uh, pioneering stuff, cutting edge science, and we succeeded. We were able to produce uh, CBG. We were sitting there on a metric ton of CBG, Come the end of 2011, uh, 2021, and we're like, okay, well, what do we do with this stuff? <laughs> um, and the market really hadn't developed for CBG the way everyone was expecting. Um, so someone had the bright idea of saying, well, does it do anything with cannabis? And we tested it. We did a blind study, over 600 participants. Gave them two beverages, one with THC, one with THC and CBG in it, and the results were amazing. Firstly, people said they got just as high as both drinks, even though the CBG one had half the amount of THC in it. They said that even though they got just as high, it was a different kind of heart. It was Hmm. more social. Hmm. And then the killer was um, about a quarter of the people reported that and remember, they didn't know what the drinks were. They just knew that both of them were some kind of cannabis drink. Uh, about a quarter of the people reported uh, that they had some amount of anxiety or or, or or kind of feelings. None of the people reported that with the CBG-THC mixture.
0: Wow. wow. That's interesting. That's really cool. Thanks for sharing all of that. You explained it very well. Yeah. So
2: so let me kind of just finally cr- uh, the, uh, connect all the dots So, you know, this was unknown and no one has, or we filed a patent on it. Uh, You know, we need to kind of bring this benefit to people. How do we do that? And, you know, as we looked at the cannabis world, we noticed that over half of the whole thing, flower, that's basically cannabis. Um, so we set about to create a product that would be able to bring the CBG back into the cannabis flower uh, so that people could have the benefits of this mixture. Um, And, you know, we did blind tests again. This, that was the genesis of Bud Love. And, you know, the feedback is amazing. Customers absolutely love this. I've got people that, you know, are like, I'm never smoking cannabis on its own again. Uh, So we we really hit onto something and and it's resonating in, in the marketplace.
1: That's awesome to hear. Well, we will dive a little bit more into what Bud Love is, but Roy, before we get started, just in your own words, will you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and what is Bud Love?
2: (laughs) Personally, I'm I'm an entrepreneur uh, at the intersection of science and business Uh, when I grew up. Uh, You know, my my mother was a painter, my father was an architect but a very engineering kind of background. So I've always had this kind of intersection between science and art, logic and creativity. Uh, And that's a thing that, you know, permeates my career and, and, and me as a person. You know, I love music, I love art, I love architecture. Um... But I'm also a scientist and and uh, I see the the beauty uh, uh, of the world uh, in in both artistic and scientific perspectives um, so that's me uh, Bud love Bud love is the world's first mixer for cannabis like the mixer in a cocktail, but for cannabis flour uh, and it's been formulated to actually make cannabis better, which is an idea that you know a lot of people can be quite resistant to, you know, why do I need to make my flour better? It's already great the way it is. Yes, it is. Um, But, you know, some people like tequila and some people like margarita. It's not an either-or. So that's, in in a a nutshell, Bud Love.
0: Okay, so... That I I thank you for explaining it in that way. So we've enjoyed putting herbs like rose and lavender into our joints with cannabis before. And it's actually quite tasty and also like enhances our high in a different calming way with lavender specifically. But can you tell us about like blending herbs and how how it has a beneficial impact on our bodies? And I know you said you've been getting a lot of good feedback with people using Bud Love um, with their cannabis flower. But can you elaborate on that a little bit?
2: yeah sure so you know obviously um most of the world outside of the u.s smokes cannabis with tobacco um and and they do that for taste they do that for smell but also they do that for the but um you know mixing herbs with with cannabis is not a new idea it's been going on you know since the beginning of time probably um and people generally like you said uh, lavender rose is popular um, it affects the taste uh and the flavor and the smell uh, and bud love does all of that but bud love also does two other very important things firstly uh, and actually maybe i should just step back and, and mention what bud love is made from bud love is made from three types of ingredients uh the majority of it is is, is a uh, an ancient herb called marshmallow leaf. Marshmallow leaf is actually the third most smoked leaf on the planet, after tobacco and cannabis. So there's a long history of people smoking it. It's very popular in Asia as a, uh, a tobacco substitute. When people want to quit smoking cigarettes, they smoke marshmallow leaf cigarettes. Okay. It's been used. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Uh, Why? Because it burns nice, it's got a mild, kind of uh, relaxing effect, and importantly, it it, it doesn't have any nicotine in it. Um, Now, it's been used in Chinese medicine uh, and also in, in European herbal medicine. Uh, for a long time for chest complaints, people having congestion or or coughing or things like that, which is interesting. Um, And what we have found is that when you mix bud love with your cannabis, because of the marshmallow leaf, people actually report that they cough much less and that it's much less harsh on the throat.
0: Okay, yeah, so that's what I was wondering about, because I, I noticed that you guys, when you promoted, it says like the coughing and burning part, it, when you inhale, marshmallow leaf can help you with that. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of, I knew about marshmallow root and stuff specifically, but like I haven't, the leaf, like that's a little bit yeah, different for me, but that's those are great benefits.
2: Yeah, and you know, I mean, particularly for people with asthma, 7% of the U.S. population have asthma, um, and there are people with asthma that smoke cannabis and they're coughing all the time. And for one of my favorite, uh, uh, uh you know, feedback from a customer was, I mean, I quote, uh, I've got asthma and I didn't even cough once. Wow. So for a lot of people, that's a game changer.
1: And that's that a is. huge compliment. I feel like into the blend you're making, but as somebody who Brandon can attest to this, I cough all the time. That's some, something that's very attractive to me because It could be the cleanest cannabis. It just, when it's burning and the, you know, the cherry is super red where you light it, that's just what gets my throat so sensitive. So to know that there's something out there that I didn't know about, that's that's amazing that that's an option for people, especially with asthma, because I know that they want to be able to take their medicine, but also, you know, inhale it because that's the quickest way. So to be able to have the best of both worlds is awesome
2: right and, and 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 just kind of touching on that theme of medicine um so that's the, the second group of benefits which are related to you know the the star ingredient cbg bud love has a lot of cbg on it 15 percent by weight um and back to the research that i was talking about earlier um cbg has some some wonderful effects when when coupled with cannabis with thc so people say happy it's a more gentle up and a more gentle down some people say it lasts even longer uh so uh 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 it's a more pleasant experience. And importantly, for people that do suffer from negative feelings, it really reduces and in many cases, eliminates those feelings altogether. So, you know, imagine a person who's taking cannabis for medical reasons, um, and they do get these negative side effects, but they keep taking it because it's got it's doing medical benefit to them. So they're putting up with the side effects. Well, now with Bud Love, they can have their medicine w- without the negative feelings uh, that, that they've been having to put up with.
0: I love that. Yeah. Okay, let's pause for a minute and talk about Oklahoma's grassroots cannabis publication, Herbage Magazine. They are in over 500
1: dispensaries statewide, providing cannabis education and supporting and highlighting the local communities.
0: For more information, visit HerbageMag.com. That's H-E-R-B-A-G-E-M-A-G.com.
1: If you're ever in the Oklahoma City area, check out Chill Dispensary at
0: 22 Northeast 10th Street. They're good people with hand-washed, single-source, live rosin, flour, pre-rolls, and other solventless products. So, go show them some love and enjoy a chill experience. Now, back to the episode. So, you guys have also like the neutral, active, relaxed, and inspired options to choose from with the bud love how How did you guys come up with all the different intentional blends and they are you saying they all have marshmallow leaf and CBG in them?
2: That's right. So okay. the, the base of the product is marshmallow leaf with a lot of CBG on it, and then we have eight different flavors eight different types and the difference between them is to do with the flavors that we put on and then we use terpenes terpenes are nature's flavors molecules you know terpenes are responsible for why lemons smell of lemon and pines of pines and cannabis smelling of cannabis it's all down to terpenes now we have worked with a uh, one of the most experienced and oldest companies in the cannabis industry that specialize in terpenes. And together, we have formulated uh, blends, uh, typically over 30 different terpenes, that um, uh, I use love, uh love uh, flavors. Now, these blends of terpenes are based on different kinds of cannabis strains. And so we've got blends that are based on sativa strains. And so those are best mixed with sativa. Otherwise you're getting all kinds of, you know, it's it's like mixing your flour together. If you wanna mix an indica with a sativa, you get something in between. It's the same with Bud Love. So we've got the active uh, flavors that are designed Best matched with sativas, the hybrids that are best ma- uh, the, the inspired that are best matched with hybrids, and the relaxed that are best matched with indica. And then we have the neutrals. The neutrals are basically a sort of a category that can go with anything, uh, either because they're unflavored. So uh, one of the neutral. Uh, one's has no flavour, it's just marshmallow leaf and CBG, and some people really like that because you know they don't want to mess around with uh, the taste of their favourite strain, but they still want to have the benefits of marshmallow leaf and CBG. And the other neutral flavour is tobacco flavour. Back to the sort of spliff origins uh, uh, that, uh, of my smoking, you know, I wanted to create an alternative to tobacco that smelt of tobacco. Tasted of tobacco had all the benefits of CBG and marshmallow leaf, but had no nicotine in it. So that's the kind of uh, uh, product for the people transitioning out of tobacco. Uh, We have a Bud Love tobacco flavor. Now, just to finish off the uh, uh, explanation here so within each of these experiences, we're calling them the active, the inspired, the relaxed, we have two flavors. We have a classic. So things like granddaddy purple, super lemon haze, these are sort of classic cannabis strains. And then we have the sweet flavors, which are based on a cannabis strain with, with a little bit more fruitiness added. So tropical shipwreck, blackberry bang, apple scout cookies, apple scout cookies is actually based on girl scout cookies, the, the, the strain, but with extra appleness added to it. So that's kind of the full range of our products.
0: Okay.
1: Wow, it's cool that you guys have, I feel like that's so, there's so much intention behind each blend that you have. And I, I very much so appreciate it. I, I've never smoked nicotine other than, you know, I love smoking blunts, but like, you know, actual nicotine I've never smoked. But it's cool that you have such a wonderful way for people to transition out of, you know, that are trying to stop or are stopping, but still want that, you know sometimes it's just the taste or the familiar familiarity that people love and are addicted to um and it's cool that you have that so many different options for so many different types of people that's very attractive it's not just one and i also appreciate that you offer just a neutral that way people who actually want to still taste their cannabis are able to do that that's so so cool
2: yeah thank you thank you and then and then there's a fun the last dimension here which kind of touches on having this whole range of different flavors and types um it's customization you know people love to customize people love to personalize people love to have control um bud love is always consistent no matter what your strain that you're blending it with is doing you know every time you buy a uh, uh, OG Kush it might be slightly different but the Bud Love piece will always be the same so that gives you some consistency in your experience but not only can you decide which flavors you're gonna mix with really importantly you can decide on the ratio so so back to those experiments you know if you do a 50-50 mix between Bud Love and cannabis it will feel for in terms of how high you get Pretty close to a pure cannabis joint, which is great for some people because they can save money, they can make their flower go further. Um, but also, what it allows you to do is, okay, so a 50/50 is just as strong as as a normal cannabis. But what if I put more bud love in there? Then it gets, uh, you know, you can you can come make it less strong. And you know, this is one of the complaints that people have: cannabis is strong nowadays they don't always want to get totally stoned, but they like smoking so you know if you do a 75 25 bud love to cannabis you've got something that you know you can go shopping afterwards you can go talk to your friends for me back to my own experience you know i do a 75 80% bud love You know, um, 25, 20% cannabis. And it's just perfect. I get a wonderful buzz. I'm happy. I can enjoy all the things I enjoy when I'm uh, 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 stoned, like music and films and food. But I can also have a conversation with my children and they don't think I'm totally stoned. Um, So this, this ability to find your own ratio for what you're planning to do is another part of what Bud Love allows people to do.
1: So when you were coming up with the ratios in regards to herbs and cannabis, I like that on your website under the how to use, you know, it shows the different scales of how to blend and based on the mood and the setting. And that's, I feel like people always need that direction, especially when it comes to adding really anything into anything, but specifically herbs into your lifestyle. So how was, what was the like r and D? I I guess you could say, into figure out, figuring out like what specific dose would be best for what specific environment or like, however you guys have it listed on the website, if that makes sense.
2: Right. Um, so we did do some blind studies where we gave people, uh, two pre-rolls to smoke one, one day, one on the other. They didn't know anything about them. One was a bud love mixture. One was, uh, uh, a pure cannabis joint. And, you know, very much like what we find found with the drinks, um, if you get the right ratio of CBG to THC, um, you can get just as high with half the amount of THC. And so that's really kind of how we formulated Bud Love. The amount of CBG in there that we put was designed so that with a typical modern type of cannabis, 20 plus percent THC, you're getting close to a one to one ratio if you do a 50 50. Mm-hmm. Um, And so, you know, we allowed people to get as high as they would with normal cannabis, but then to dial it back if they want by adding more, more bud love.
1: Okay. So for someone who's never tried pairing cannabis and herbs, because there's a lot of people who are unfamiliar or don't even just don't even think about it. It's just so overlooked. Where would they start with bud love? Like, what would you say would be the best place to start? With where with their new herbal journey, I guess you could say.
2: Yeah, sure. I, I, I tell people, you know, uh, uh, if 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 you're a normal smoker, start with fifty-fifty, and kind of experiment from there. You know, some people end up with forty percent bud love, sixty percent cannabis. Uh, we don't recommend less than a third bud love, just in terms of getting enough CBG back in there. Um, but then we say if you're a kind of person that does have anxiety or negative feelings with cannabis, start with much more. Start with um, maybe 75% I'd love, 25% cannabis, and then you can move your way up from there until you find the point where, uh, uh, you know, you can still get as, as high as you want, but without the negative feelings.
1: Okay, that's awesome. That's, it's wow. I love to hear that. It's just always so cool to me what people come up with, with their creative mm-hmm. brains in regards to businesses, specifically revolving cannabis and just where, you know, like what they come up with, where did, like, where did the idea of Bud Love come from? Like what, what made you want to do that? Like the name of it too. Oh
2: yeah. Right. So, well, oh, oh, obviously I think, I think the concept of the product um, I kind of told you the story. Yes, it was based yes. on this discovery that CBG complements THC. Um, the brand was a different journey. So, we had some things that we were trying uh, uh, to achieve with the brand, and and if if you look at the brand, you'll see that it, it's very much tied in with art. Every one of the experience types, from active to relaxed to neutral. Uh, has a packaging that features a different artist. Um, uh, Jackson Pollock for active, Monet for inspired, Van Gogh for relaxed, and Keith Haring for neutral. Um, so, So really the kind of brand we wanted to build had the characteristics of being individualistic. You know, people want to personalize and want to express themselves. It's about individuality, it's about creativity, Uh, but it's also a very social and friendly kind of brand. Um, We also had our minds, so that was one of the parameters. The other one was we wanted something that spoke to what the product was, but without being sort of overtly cannabis. Why? Because, you know, Bud Love is a product that is legal. We can sell this anywhere. Um, because there's no THC in it, because there's no cannabis in it. Right. And so we wanted to be able to take advantage of that so, uh, 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 potential to reach people everywhere. Uh, so we kind of didn't want to be overtly cannabis, but we did want to say to people, you know, this is something that combines via cannabis and therefore the use of the word bud. Finally, we see this as something international. You know, I believe that Europe and the UK are going to be great markets for us just because people are so used to mixing there already. Mm -hmm. So we wanted a name that would translate well to different languages. And love, love is a beautiful word. It's a beautiful idea. It's a beautiful feeling, but also it's one of the most recognized words in the English language. And so that's how Bud Love was born as a brand.
1: Wow. I always love to hear people's creative processes when it comes to, you know, because the idea of a company is one whole creative process, but then to create, you know, the logo, the branding, bring it to life, different journey that you go on about how long would you say the process was from start to finish for you guys to create like Bud Love, the meaning behind it, you know, like everything wrapped up in a bow. Uh, six months
0: okay, that's, of
1: intense work. Yeah. That's, I feel like you have to be very diligent with that's stuff really like that. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that. That's not very long. Yeah, it's not long, but that's it's cool that you guys were able to do that in such. I feel like six months is a long time, but also not a long time. So short, but long. Yeah, time. <laughs> right. There was
2: a lot of stuff that happened. It was yes. very intense. Um, but fortunately, you know, I've got members in the team that have done this many times before. Uh, uh, and so we were able to sort of streamline the process and avoid some of the pitfalls and time sucks that, you know, you can fall into. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a great agency. Wick and Malta did a fantastic job for us. Uh, Derek Muller is an amazing designer. We were very lucky to have him involved. Um, so yeah, you know, it's it's yeah, we're, we're happy with the result. Um, you know, the, the biggest challenge for us, if I'm gonna be frank, is, is awareness and education. You know, when yes. people try our product, you don't get anyone coming back, I hated it, it's terrible. You get some people are like, ah, you know, I'm not sure if it did that much for me. And then I remind them that, hey, you know, you only consumed half the amount of cannabis, so that's something. Uh, but then you've got these other uh, group of people that are absolutely passionate, they love it. You know, just have a look at our website and the testimonials. Those are all genuine testimonials from customers. But still in the US most people don't know but love even exists uh and the idea that putting a mixer in with your cannabis is is a thing is also something that most people are not aware of so education 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 is our you know biggest focus area right now
1: which is just getting the word yeah getting the word out there I mean I feel like that translates so well into cannabis too Mm -hmm. because we're always so big on education because the more you know the better you can consume your medicine, your herbs, all of the above. So education is so important. And I love that you guys are such big focusers on
0: that. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I get, I get
2: a lot of, well, you know, uh, you know, if, if, if you need to mix anything with your cannabis, you know, it's not smoking good enough cannabis, that kind of concept. And Mm -hmm. look, I can understand where people are coming from, but, you know, the scientist in me, I try to kind of make sense of why this really works. And what I've got to is this. Cannabis has been bred in a, in a certain direction for quite a long time now. And that direction has been to be higher and higher in THC. Now, I know why it went in that direction. Not because it makes better cannabis, but because if, for example, e- economics... Um, if you get stronger plants, it's cheaper for you to produce an effect. So you want the strongest plants you can have. If you're growing cannabis, say, illegally, then every plant that you have is an additional risk of being caught. So again, you want to have the least amount of plants with the most amount of effect. So that's been the reason why people have been breeding stronger and stronger cannabis. But the result of it has been that if you look at the composition of cannabis today, modern cannabis as I call it, it's got a lot of THC and not very much of these minor cannabinoids in particular CBG. Mm -hmm. Now, Mm -hmm. the analogy that I like to use is the experience of cannabis is like a symphony uh, on your on your receptor, symphony in your nerve or on your neural system, every molecule interacts with the nerves, and the sum part of all those molecules interacting together is the experience that you have. Now, with modern cannabis, you know you've got a very loud single instrument and a very quiet rest of the orchestra. What we're doing with Bud love is we're essentially rebalancing that ratio we're bringing back the minor cannabinoids back to the thc so that you have a more balanced and a more uh deep and wholesome experience um so for those are familiar with the term we're essentially rebalancing the entourage effect um and so it's not a reflection on the cannabis it's not that you're smoking bad cannabis it's that you know, the ingredients in those cannabis now are, are, are off balance from what they really should be uh, for the kind of high that you experience.
1: So well put. Rebalancing the entourage effect. I love the way you said that. It is, that's just so great. I feel like that makes me want to try Bud Love so much. Yes. Like, <laughs> so where do you guys well, hope... happy to send examples. we would love that, so where do you guys hope to take the company and what can people expect from you guys this year
2: right so look we we're, we're still young um we, I think we sold our first bud love uh uh in October last year um so we've been expanding in a sort of careful and measured way mm-hmm. um we we are in smoke shops in Texas. So Texas is where we've been uh, learning about the channel. We are in dispensaries in Oklahoma and now in Michigan. We are uh, just launched, we're very excited about this, a pre-roll um, with uh, uh, an MSO called Eureka. So uh, coming very soon next week you will be able to buy Bud Love inside pre-rolls in dispensaries that already are a mixture of Bud Love and cannabis. Oh, cool.
1: Um, yeah.
2: And I think, you know, that's that's a good way to introduce people to the product. Yes, absolutely. Um, is that, you know, have a pre-roll and see how you like it. And again, the feedback's been great. Uh, and then finally online, you know, um, what I love about the online channel is you do get a chance to educate the consumer you get a chance to build a direct relationship with that consumer um it's it's a perfect medium for us so we sell online budlove.com um and we also sell on amazon so you can buy uh you know budlove uh and delivered on amazon prime uh, to to your and again that's the advantages of having a product that you know is for cannabis users but is not cannabis itself
0: yes that makes sense
1: Setting up a new company can be difficult and confusing, but establishing a strong foundation with appropriate and necessary documents can help protect you in the long
0: run. Yes, and with being business owners or self we understand what it's like pretty well, I think. With BIC Legal, they practice in areas like family law,
1: estate planning, business litigation, and review and draft contracts for your company
0: while assisting in licensing applications, and so much more. And with the Oklahoma cannabis industry thriving, the rules and regulations related to cannabis are quite strict. Jade Pebworth with BIC Legal, she really enjoys working with companies from the ground up. So if you're looking for good legal help in Oklahoma, she's your girl. Let's get back to today's episode. So Roy, we like to ask everyone this question, but what's a stigma surrounding cannabis that you would like to see changed? sorry say that again is there what's a stigma surrounding cannabis that you would like to see changed
2: that's a very good question thank you give me a second to think about it no i mean problem. i think a lot of the stigmas are changing
0: yes they uh, are.
2: and so you know that's kind of happening by itself but but let me say a few things um I think it's a generational thing. Yes. I think amongst young people, cannabis is just as accepted as alcohol. In mm-hmm. fact, many young people prefer cannabis to alcohol, don't consume alcohol at all, which is another story about why the sort of alcohol companies are looking at cannabis so carefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for 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 my my generation, uh, I think that the biggest stigma. Uh, which I would like to see change is this, you know, very false idea that cannabis is a gateway drug. Yes. That by starting with cannabis, you're going to end up on crack cocaine. And that's just simply not true. Right. Um, you know, cannabis as a recreational drug is probably the least dangerous, least harmful uh, recreational gr- drug that exists in the world. It's m- much better for you than alcohol. Uh, obviously, much better for you than tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. It's and in fact, as as we all know, it's a medicine uh, for many people. So, this this very kind of pernicious idea that oh, uh, it's cannabis leads you to these terrible places. That that's what I would love uh, uh, to change. The other thing I would love to change. Uh, this is more of a Uh, um, uh, uh, more of a uh, social group thing, but, you know, a lot of people I talk to uh, from South America, Mexico, uh, uh, in their culture, uh, there's a very strong stigma around cannabis. As it being a a, a criminal activity, and you can understand where that comes from. You know, mm. in many countries, and Mexico, you know, cannabis is part of the cartel. It's how they make their money. And so, uh, uh, you know, tr- keeping away from cannabis is is more than just you know ideas about health and drugs. It's really this is just not what we do. This is this is what the gangs do. Right. And I think that's a shame well and and you know as legalization spreads across the world one of the great advantages is that it will take it out of the criminal world and 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 into the into the normal legal world
0: i agree yeah that was in a nutshell a little bit of everything (laughs) thank you for that roy i
1: think this wraps up today's episode thank you so much for taking time out of your day to share about you your company and all your passions it's been such a joy to talk to you
2: Wonderful talking to you both. Thank you so much for the opportunity.
1: Be sure to give Bud Love a follow on Instagram at BudLoveMixer and check out Bud Love on their website at BudLove.com. Thank you to those of you who listened to today's episode. And as always, Brand,
0: stay medicated.